Bogus Normworks, everybody. We're re- <laughs> Boo. We are a very funny podcast out of the Central Valley of California. I'm going to do this sad now. I'm Andrew. That's Dusty. Uh, follow us on the socials. That's Snart Marks Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Dusty at Snart Mark D on Twitter. I'm on Instagram at Andrew Idell. Uh, we normally do themed episodes uh, for the first like 50, 60, 75, whatever, how many episodes where we were all wrestling. We're not all, all wrestling anymore. And every once in a while we'll do a theme free episode. This is a theme-free episode. We're just going to have a fun conversation. We're probably, I don't know, we're probably going to talk. We haven't talked about what we're going to talk about. We're we're probably going to talk about Haku. We're probably going to talk about which members of certain bands we'd like to hang out with. Uh, We're probably going to talk about a a guy that I met in the, that I saw in the gym wearing a duster and fucking uh, steampunk glasses. I don't know. Yeah, just know that all that, that Andrew just laid out is topics right off the top of his head. We're coming at it fresh. Who knows what what'll come up? You know. Yeah, it's uh, gonna perhaps. be it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be all uh, off the cuff, as they say. So thank you for listening. And uh, this should go. Honestly, if I didn't record this last, this would go straight into a conversation. But I recorded it last, so. Uh, oh, you don't tell them. Here's the rest of the conversation. <laughs> so dusty. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Texas Roadhouse? You know what? I don't think that I've ever been to Texas Roadhouse. I feel like that's likely a definitely no, because I feel like you would remember had you been to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah, I've been to like a different steakhouse. So that was my hesitation was I didn't want to say that I had. but So I was trying to remember which one I've been to, but I think I've been to a different steakhouse. Okay. Yeah, I went Outback. Outback's where I've been. Yeah, okay. Uh, I went about 24 hours ago. Um, When you sit down, they give you this, like, homemade bread. It's, like, fresh out of the oven. It's very sweet bread. And they give it to you with cinnamon sugar butter. And at that point, you know what you're in for. Yeah, I was going to say, Texas Roadhouse for you... Seems like a real roll of the dice. I worked from home today, Dusty. <laughs> you were incapacitated by a roadhouse? Yeah, there was a proximity issue, right? I didn't I didn't want to... If I'm driving to the office, I'm halfway between two bathrooms, you know? Yeah. Well, um, you're, you're never halfway between two bathrooms when you're sitting in a car. You're just in a bathroom that you don't want to use. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the the modern day freaking Socrates. I get it. You know what I mean? But uh, so I got all I got was a steak, man. It was very good tasting steak. A bunch of grilled onions on top of that son of a bitch. It was a ribeye, 18 ounces, medium rare. And uh, I got some um, some green beans with all the butter in the world on top of them. Uh-huh. And then this is where I fucked up. I think I got loaded mashed potatoes. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. I should You could have te- sh- texted me and I'd have told you that was a bad plan. I know. They weren't even very good. They weren't very good. They were uh, uh, I should have just got sweet potatoes, little toast, little little roasted sweet potatoes or something. My buddy got sweet potatoes. They're like, Do you want butter? And he's like, Hell yeah, I want butter and they put like a bowl of butter on his sweet potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I the the Texas Roadhouse is not a place known for uh 
a holding back. It is a place of decadence. It's a place of spitting in the face of God. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody there knows they're going to die eventually, or they or they want to die soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing when going into the Texas Roadhouse. I thought I was going to be able to get a steak, maybe some asparagus. You know what I mean? But it's like, no, nope, yeah. they laughed at me. We got candied asparagus, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Like, yeah, we've got we've got asparagus that we've rolled in the in Butterfinger crumbles. Yeah. That, okay. We'll, 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 okay. We'll just give you the uh, the vegetables, but you got to take a shot of butter. We give you a shot glass filled with melted butter. You take that. We'll gladly bring some vegetables on over. <laughs> Yeah, that if you can look this cow in the face and tell him that you just want to eat vegetables, yeah, go, go right ahead. You know, yeah, you got uh, you can you can eat <laughs> you can eat this squash that I've made, right? But you have to take a a bite out of this live cow's ass. <laughs> yeah, it's and his name's Roger. It's the same cow that it's always been because no one's ever been able to do it. Look he's in his lived, eyes. He's lived a long life. Uh, the a longer life than any of his compatriots, uh, because he's the cow that you have to you have to bite him to be able to have anything that's under ten thousand calories. He he knitted the blanket that's tossed over him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I the the other day I forget I forget why I didn't have my lunch for some reason. Um, Did I you drop it on it the floor? Or, no, luckily this was not a dropped on the floor situation. Okay. Um. And I was like, oh, I could get, like, a club sandwich. I'm not a member, Mitch Hedberg joke, but uh, <laughs> I love it. I love a club sandwich. I'll tell you what happened was I, I got scared off by the sheer amount of calories that are apparently in this club sandwich that I thought was going to be a healthier option. Like, I, I, went, I looked it up at the Cheesecake Factory, which is right across the street. I was like, club sandwich, it's like what? Tomato, turkey, little cheese, some sourdough bread. Like, what's the what's the big hassle? Isn't there bacon on the club sandwich? There's some bacon, yes. Yeah, there's your thing. See, and you skipped over the bacon. I forgot about the bacon. Like, 1,200 calories. For this, or no, more than that for this club sandwich. And then they have an alternate club, like an alternate sandwich that is on the low carb menu that has all the same components. It's just not cut into triangles maybe, or like they don't give you as much of it. And that one was like 550 calories. Not that I'm much of a calorie counter as anyone uh, would know. It's just whenever I'm, whenever I have to see it like (laughs) right in front of my face, then it gives me pause. Listen, dude, I, I ate, I ate the Texas Roadhouse last night. Destroyed me. Um, I was like, I can't believe it did this to me. Like, in terms of, like, what it did to me. I'm not going to get into details, right? (laughs) But uh, today I've eaten three times. Okay, it's five. It's 6.03. I've eaten three times. Two of those were double-double meals from (laughs) (laughs) In-N-Out. Wow. You, You really have just gone. You've gone for it. Andrew Idell, lesson learner. Yeah, that's that's big city living for you. But you're like you're an easy. You don't overdo it in and out. You're you just get like you're just a grilled onions guy, right? You don't. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Spread and whole grilled onion only. 
on a yeah, double double. But even still, and you're a man, you 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 will die for the for in and out. Oh yeah, I'll like, take a bullet for in and out. Yeah, that's that's you you pray at the altar of in and out. My sister ordered all of us uh, five guys the other day. Mm-hmm. She, she ordered five people, five guys on DoorDash. So <laughs> Is your sister now in incredible debt? Dude, it was like $160. Yeah. It's it's insulting how expensive Five Guys is. <laughs> Their food is good, but it's so stupid how expensive they are. And, you know, there's the hipsters nowadays. They're like, I don't think In-N-Out's that good. Oh, really? Go look at their drive-thru. Right. Go look at There's freaking those guys with the neon airport fucking things directing <laughs> traffic in their drive-thru. They're so popular that they ruin the parking lots of any surrounding establishments. Yeah, especially, like, I don't know, any new uh, in-and-out construction, like, they have to they have to really think of the traffic situation. Because the one that we used to go to by our friend's house, whenever we'd go watch wrestling, yeah. that one's a nightmare because it, like, goes out into the freeway. <laughs> or yeah, the, out into the street. Th- this know? one, this one is in like it, like snakes through the Bed Bath and Beyond parking lot in Bakersfield, and I couldn't even find the like beginning of the line, so I just went inside. Uh, oh yeah, overrated, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Not that good. Well, I'll People... hit you with two. They they've here in Fresno out of Hubris built a In and Out and a Chick Fil A in the same uh, There's a area. Chick Fil A in this one. Same thing yeah. here. Yeah, the the lines are impossible. Yeah. You're, ne- you're never getting food from either One, of those places. What's funny about that is that is like a political standoff, right? Oh wait, no, yeah. actually, no, they're, they're on the same team. They're both they're I, on the same team. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, not a standoff. I don't, I don't know who's it's on me- the side. It's a, it's a real meeting of the minds. Yeah, I don't know who's on the side of the heathens, uh, fast food wise. Probably Everybody. Long John Silvers. They Everybody don't. Everybody else. Yeah, I feel like Long John Silvers is. Yeah. Is, uh, we're, we'll find that out eventually. Their last yeah. breath will be. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll bring in Dylan Mulvaney for like. Oh, maybe maybe this will save it. <laughs> yeah. It's there's no there. That's a godless place. That's a god- <laughs> the, Long, <laughs> the Long John Silvers. Uh, I'll tell I'll tell you this. You know what I found out. And Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah. The gold. Well, yeah. Any buffet. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> you're not gonna. There's no religion to be found there, Mm-mm. you know. Um, or maybe that's the perfect place. That's like there's no atheists in a foxhole, you know. Like if you've seen the you've seen the true nature of man if you've been to a hometown buffet. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you think if you think this one life's all we got, you're probably not going to a hometown buffet. <laughs> yeah, if you can put nacho cheese on everything, <laughs> you've seen a man do it. Uh, you you really start to think about things beyond yeah. what what this world can offer. You're not too so, worried about the afterlife. Yeah. Um no, uh down the street from where we moved, there is a all you can eat Korean barbecue place that just opened. And I gotta tell you, every single day it's calling my name. Have you not uh, gone yet? No, because uh, I haven't had a weekend to to dig my heels into the Korean barbecue <laughs> joint. So you're gonna oh, bring you, a change of clothes. Yeah. Oh, you think you think you're gonna get me out of here in 45 minutes? No, you're you lose money if I walk into that Korean barbecue place. It's a net benefit for me. So it's, gonna, 
You're going to die just slowly patting your stomach like that guy in The Simpsons when uh, Homer gets in the uh, the, the big steak eating contest. Yeah, the... he, he called me Greenhorn. I called him Tony Randall. Yeah. Well, I just I told Sarah about the all you can eat uh, episode of The Simpsons with the sea captain. <laughs> He's like, does this sound like the does this sound like the actions of a man who had had all he could eat? Uh, and then the sea captain is watching him eat, and he goes, "Tis no man is a godless eating machine." <laughs> <laughs> That's you gonna be you. That's gonna be yeah, you. Yeah, you can't put you can't put unlimited Korean barbecue in my periphery and not imagine that it's going down. You're gonna be you halfway know? through eating one of their staff members when they stop you. Yeah. you, you <laughs> yeah. wake when up they finally and... stop me, this in an unfortunate turn of events, local man. You won't notice because your eyes are rolled back like a shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look. When the, when the when the barbecue goes in, wars. <laughs> yeah, when the barbecue goes in the water, <laughs> my my eyes go black. It's, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's fair game. <laughs> yeah. The oh, uh, so that I cannot be charged with hyperbole, the club sandwich from Cheesecake Factory is twelve hundred and ninety calories, and it's fresh roasted to uh, turkey breast, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise on white toast. 1290 calories that's too much there's too many calories there's, no. how, how much mayonnaise <laughs> are they putting on that goddamn thing they probably buttered the, the sourdough on the picture it's just four slices of sandwich i mean i guess there's double bread because it's like the triangles you know uh then if i want to add french fries that's sans fries fries Another 530 calories. Fucking Jesus balls. And then yeah. you're going to get a soda. Right. That's a 2,000 calorie meal. Yeah. Uh, or I could get a green salad, but who are we kidding? Yeah. You know what, what, are, I mean? what are you, a fucking like, weirdo? Uh, yeah. Are you Shiloh from Grandma's Boy? Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at the, I'm, I'm looking at the cheesecake, cheesecake Factory Club. Here, let me share my screen. Which one of them? Which one of them are we talking here? Sorry, people who can't can't see hear it, can't see it. I mean, um, are we talking this one right here? Yeah, we're talking that guy. God damn, that's twelve hundred calories. It's yeah. just everybody listening. It's a sandwich. <laughs> it's just a regular. Yeah, I thought I was doing uh, the Lord's work. You know, <laughs> get a little sandwich. You I know? think they might have. It looks like they might have an. Like an extra piece of bread in the middle, like Big Mac style. That's what makes it the club, though. Oh, know? is that is that what makes it the club? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's uh, turkey is a l relatively low calorie horseshit meat that shouldn't exist, right? Yeah. Um, it doesn't <laughs> a bland, look like, <laughs> a bland ass bird. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, yeah, doesn't look like there's a lot of. Oh, we deep fry the lettuce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What like, if you uh, eat the if you eat the frilly toothpicks? That's two hundred and fifty calories each as well. Yeah, or just putting the frilly toothpicks in there is uh, going to be a problem. I don't like that their menu for their like lighter fare is called the Skinnylicious menu. I don't need that. You know, yeah, it's it's another thing that I just won't pronounce. I won't tell. Yeah, I won't say. <laughs> can I have something off the Skinnylicious menu? And yeah. is the club sandwich on the Skinny Licious menu? No, it is not. I was going to uh, say, Jesus the, Christ. 
what I ended up getting, which was a turkey avocado sandwich uh, with smoked bacon, avocado, tomato, and mayonnaise, uh, it was 550 calories. So I don't How know is, what. This I don't must know be what way smaller. Uh, n- no. <laughs> There's it's, no fucking way. Because the only difference is that you have avocado. This thing has lettuce, right? And yeah, lettuce, avocado is fatter, more fattening than And more lettuce. calories than lettuce. Yeah. What are they no, doing? Look, look up the turkey and avocado sandwich. Oh, my God. It oh looks God. There's, like There's something has, going on here. Yeah. Big sandwich is lying to me is what's happening. Big sandwich. Okay. Okay. We got different bread. It looks like it's smaller because there's four pieces to the club sandwich, right? Yeah, I guess it's just it looks like bigger it, bread. It's not a small sandwich. Yeah. I mean, maybe 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 sourdough's a really calorie dense bread. I don't know, man. This is a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I think I it I think it's a size thing. Yeah, I can't it always is in this world, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's uh the yeah, I I'm, I'm not the one to judge. I'm just going off of the <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I'm going off of the menu which for all I know might be like a WWF attendance thing where they don't have to give you the real they don't have to give you the real number a uh a uh double double from in and out is like only 100 calories more right like 650 but, calories or something like that i had two of those if you remember <laughs> by the way i realized i didn't intro this podcast i'll do it afterwards and we'll cut it and put it at the beginning <laughs> yeah i was wondering if we we're gonna play the theme song since we're just sort of yeah it's a theme uh, free show dealing. yeah um so the other thing i was gonna bring up uh, so I found, I tended to, tentatively found a new gym. Um, uh, I'm not fully committed yet. I've gone twice, uh, this week and it's been like very, very crowded there. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't mind, like, I'm not one of those people that's like fucking people. I just want to be able to use the equipment that I want to use and not be like, oh, man, he's on the fucking, right. I can't use the You want to use your time at the gym productively and not standing, waiting for someone to be done with a machine. Yes, and I don't want to walk, I, and I understand that there's really no problem in doing this. Like, it's not a rude thing to do if you do it properly. I don't want to walk up to people and ask how many sets they have left. I don't yeah. want to be like, hey, can you fucking, when are you going to fuck off so I can uh, jump on this thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. The gym that I have, first of all, has uh, that I've been using has a theater in it. Like a movie theater? Like a movie theater. You can walk Ooh. on a treadmill and watch dodgeball in the movie theater. <laughs> uh, Just dodgeball? Or... That's one of the movies they're in rotation. <clears throat> there was dodgeball. There was big. There was some fucking uh, like kind of kung fu-esque movie they had going on. Um, okay. They had like Interesting. one of the I don't know one of the Marvel bullshits. You know, I, I can't yeah, remember yeah, what yeah. all they had. <laughs> come but, to the gym at three. You can watch while Age of Ultron is on. Yeah, and if you come with your yeah. partner at eight p.m., we're playing When Harry Met Sally. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, that seems like the the most fat American bullshit I've ever heard of. But if it make if it helps people go to the gym, you know what I mean? Right. Totally cool. You know what I mean? I think I I want to curate what I watch at the gym. I don't want the gym like it's a nice thought and I bet it's I, it would seem cool you know but like I want to watch what I want to watch I kind of want to peek my head in there I know but if it's big like big's always dope you know what I mean but yeah I I bet the but like I go to the gym <laughs> well it might help because like when I go to the gym I'm always worried that whatever I'm watching 
is suddenly going to become wildly inappropriate to watch in front of people, you know, and I'm not going to know about it. Mm-hmm. And so, cause like most of the I time always watch, I watch showgirls on a, on a, uh, <laughs> on a laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually ask them to, to give you the ox cable so you can <laughs> plug it directly yeah. into the big TV. Yeah. Um, like yeah, I I'm always because it's like an HBO show that like Sarah wouldn't want to watch or something, you know. That's what I want to watch at the gym so I could catch up while I'm trying to do something good for myself, you know. Yeah. Um, but then it's like I don't know if randomly on this White Lotus episode there's just gonna be like some, some hang, crazy some yeah. hanging hanging dong. <laughs> yeah, and then a lady's next to me, and now she thinks that's all I'm into, you know. Dong. <laughs> yeah, she she trips and falls over yeah. the truck. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm I'm held liable. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, we should do that sketch. It's a 15 that, second sketch. Yeah. <laughs> where you 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 your wife you ask your wife, hey, you want to watch White Lotus? She's like, no, I don't want to watch White Lotus. She's like, fuck. And then it's like the next day you're at the gym, so you're like, I'm gonna fucking. You turn on White Lotus as soon as you start running. <laughs> <laughs> it shows the guy in the inner monologue. Oh man, he's the, the man's naked. And then you hear dong, <laughs> and she yeah. slides back into the wall. Um, so that's always a problem. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh well, the, the, go ahead. Sorry if you had more. Does your gym have a pool? Yes. Okay. See, gym with a pool. I'm 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 torn. I'm kind of into it. But I've heard horror stories of like gym pools being gross. But I, I like the idea, I think. But those yes. are always fancy schmancy expensive gyms too. My apartment building has a pool. Uh we have okay. three pools, actually. Oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> One just for the cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I told I have told uh Kai was gonna come over with her daughter and I said, We have three pools. She's like, Why does it matter that you have three pools? Like, are you just fucking rubbing that in? I said, We can have a pool for each of us. Just be in different parts of the complex. We can yeah. have walkie talkies <laughs> holding down the pools. Um, but uh, yeah, I for some reason I feel like gym pool is grosser than uh, apartment pool. Even though if I really step back and think about it, apartment pool probably has more children swimming in it, which probably probably means that there's more pee in it. Every pool's sure. got pee in it. You're always <laughs> swimming in pee. Smell chlorine, it's pee. Did you know that? Chlorine doesn't have a smell by itself. It only smells when it's mixed with something that it's killing. So, like, if your pool smells like chlorine, it's not the chlorine, it's the pee. <laughs> I did not know that. That's from Mark um, Rober. Okay. You know Mark Rober? I do YouTube. not know who Mark Rober is. Oh, you're fucking, you're missing out, bro. He's a YouTuber. He worked uh-huh. on the on the Curiosity rover for, for NASA, and uh, he makes, like, little fucking squirrel mazes, and he made those. Did you ever see the guy who was making... Uh, uh, glitter bombs for people for porch pirates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. So like, okay, he did a thing about pee in pools. It was really fucking gross. Maybe never want to swim again. But he said if you <laughs> smell, if you smell chlorine like crazy, you're smelling the urine content in the pool. Whatever the pool, whatever is being killed in the pool. Yeah. At least it's being killed. You know, like my concern is not so much pee, which is gross. I'm not into it, but like. Uh, poop in a pool would be a big problem for me. I don't know that I could go back in if I even if, uh, had I heard that. Uh, yeah, poop in a pool is rough. I would say poop in a pool is more of a concern. Poop, I feel like wouldn't travel as much. I feel like it stays more 
localized, but it still con- contaminates. Yeah, them. but it's one of those. How much poop has to be in a poop sandwich? <laughs> you it's know? true. I mean, uh, we've like, all got. There, I mean, there's poop in that pool, Dusty. I, um, yeah, there's there's poop on the toothbrush. I I know. I just look, to be able to exist, <laughs> I have to really uh, to put that in the back of my mind. You know. Oh, I get the, it. The amount of poo particles that are everywhere. Um, the reason that I brought up the actual reason, because I think you're going to think this is delightful. Mm-hmm. The actual reason that I brought up the gym is I've been there th- three times now. The second time I went, I was working out, and I look, and I kind of had to take a double take because on the first look, I was like, did I just see somebody in the gym wearing a duster? Now, <laughs> a duster, for those of you listening who don't know, is basically a trench coat. Yeah. It's a western-ass trench coat, right? Like a Neo from the Matrix. There you go. Neo from yeah. the Matrix. Um, or fucking anybody on Red Dead Redemption, you know? Yeah. Um, so I did double take. It was a duster. There was somebody in the gym wearing a duster. So... <laughs> Uh-huh. I do not film people in the gym no matter what. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I could think of exceptions to that, but very few exceptions to that. It, if right. only if me filming protected somebody, you know what I mean? Cops are doing something fuck some fuckery, but sure. I don't, I don't film citizens in the gym. Really wanted to film this person. Don't know if it was a boy or girl yet. So um, you might ask yourself. Was this person who was wearing a duster in the gym wearing fingerless gloves? <laughs> uh, yes. I didn't ask myself because I, be- I, I believe that that person was. They certainly were. And were uh, they wearing sunglasses? Is it Neo from the... <laughs> is it just Neo from the Matrix? This might throw you off a little bit with the Neo thing, though. Were those sunglasses steampunk style welding glasses <laughs> this person sounds like your worst nightmare <laughs> so because this is like your hate of rockabilly guy times like a thousand yeah Cause, yeah because the only guy you hate more than rockabilly guy is steampunk guy <laughs> yeah like anime dude which is this yeah. guy in a lot of ways uh sorry brandon uh brandon's an anime dude uh He's i a, hate he, <laughs> he's cool uh, you, he just Brandon, likes, Brandon you're yeah. cool I just hate your culture okay yeah that's <laughs> uh, clean your I, body pillow for me okay uh, <laughs> but uh, they uh, the guy had hair to like uh, or I'd, I don't know if it was a guy I it could be and I'll tell you why in a second had hair to their like below their shoulder blades like almost like Kirk Hammett no not Kirk Hammett hair longer than Kirk Hammett hair but like metalhead hair yeah yeah um and I was like, oh, my God, somebody in the gym's wearing that shit. That's crazy. I can't remember what they were where they. Oh, they were at the, um, like, chest fly machine, like, way in the corner. Oh, yeah. So uh, the next day, I'm at the gym. Gym's even more crowded than it was the previous day. And uh, what do you know? Duster person's back. <laughs> still in the duster, still in the fingerless gloves, still in the steampunk welder glasses. Um, they finally turn around. They are also wearing black bandana over their nose, like Uh 
like they're like they're a bandito, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I fucking couldn't believe it, Dusty. <laughs> they're doing calves, right? Yeah. This yeah. person does calves for like twenty minutes, like hard doing calves. Well, not even hard doing calves because they were taking very, very long breaks in between doing calves <laughs> and, and pulling out drumsticks from from inside their duster and yeah. air drumming oh. facing the calf machine. This hurts my feelings. I couldn't like. believe... <laughs> The character I was seeing, so I was like looking around to see if this is some weird like t TikTok bullshit where they're right. like, "I'm going to make people uncomfortable in the gym." Or what if it's an apparition and you're the only one that sees them? Nobody else was like staring at this person. <laughs> sure. I'm like, this is not a normal thing in Bakersfield. It can't be. I know yeah. people don't want to be rude. It's not like this person was hurting anybody. I, I, you know, rock on, dude. Like, I'm not pissed at them. I'm more pissed <laughs> sure. at people who are like getting in the way or like don't clean off their shit or like, uh, or like uh, don't put their, don't re rack their weights or like any of that shit. If you want to fucking rock on and, and air drum, fucking do your thing. I admire that type of being yourself, stick to itiveness in the gym. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> All right, this it's, is where this is where it would be it, there's two ways where this would be an asshole move, right? Yeah. If three ways. If you're not air drumming, you're actually drumming on the equipment and everybody has to hear you drumming, right? Sure. If you're li if you're singing the songs, whatever you're listening to, yeah, out loud, or if your air drumming is making you take a little bit too or a little bit or a lot too long on the equipment, which it did a little bit to an extent in this one. A little bit. Well, uh, I don't... I mean, who... I guess... Plus, there's also the offense of being aggressively weird in public. I understand. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's more just like... The dude is begging the question so hard. Like, he wants... Clearly, your reaction is what he is after, as well as better-defined calves. Like, you know... I figured... He's he's getting his calves going because he plays double bass, right? It's both. That's what I was you thinking. know. But it's like I'm not allowed to wear jeans to the gym, but yeah, like this yeah. dude can be this dude. I was thinking about that because the first day I saw him, he was uh, or he, he or she, I guess we still I still don't know that. I'm guessing yeah. it's a it's a man. It seems like it seems like a man. I just never saw the face, and uh, the. Uh, when they were on the chest fly machine the first day, that chest fly machine is r literally right next to the rules on the wall. <laughs> and the rules yeah. is like proper gym attire is required. That dude don't give a rip, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's uh, like... Dressed like I the goddamn I, Undertaker. <laughs> I guarantee it's one of those things where he's like, I wish somebody would fucking say something. <laughs> like, you have to carry the drumsticks into the gym and then you have to constantly be sure that they're like uh that they're properly put away until you're gonna air drum your solo to tom sawyer or whatever it is you're listening to like that's a lot of work i not to, to put too fine a point on it have played drums professionally like yeah gotten paid for playing drums i don't take the drumsticks 
anywhere where the drumsticks are not uh, <laughs> in a welcomed place. Like, I don't take them to work, to practice on my practice pad, or to fucking... Like, I've been caught air drumming in my car, or air drumming oh, yeah, I take work, I, I take phantom golf swings all over the place, like those annoying fucking investment <laughs> bankers and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not above annoying ticks, but, like, this is performative. It I is, couldn't and, believe it. Yeah, it's wild, because it's like, it's a whole outfit, like... He's, you have to, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot harder to do that than to dress in like basketball shorts and a, and a t-shirt and go to the gym. You know, those moments, those moments in your life where you see something and you're like, oh man, I'm seeing something special right now. When he (laughs) pulled out those drumsticks, I went, there's no fucking way because I just barely saw him the first time. Like, and I, cause I was like looking away cause I'm not just standing there staring at this guy. And I, I like start to look away and I think to myself, there's no fucking way I just saw him pull drumsticks out of his duster. Yeah. And uh, I look back and sure enough, bro, he's fucking going after it. <laughs> and I like, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, surely this is not reality, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> this guy's not doing this thing, you know, uh, man, I, I'd sign up for that gym just to keep tabs on this guy. Yeah, you know? you know, I, 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 th- th- it could go one of two ways, right? Either th- th- he continues to be entertaining and I maybe, I, I maybe meet him, go to a show, see what it's all about. You know what I mean? Sure. Or he snaps one day. <laughs> sure. You know what and I mean? You're in there. Yeah. He's one dis- of those, he seems uh, like one of those people who snaps. I'm going to tell you also. There's a distinct possibility that guy doesn't play drums. <laughs> There's <laughs> at least well. <laughs> or at all. I knew somebody who used to carry drumsticks around, couldn't hold a beat. <laughs> Just as a talking point, liked drums a lot. <laughs> and could and could like twirl the sticks, learn stick tricks. Yeah. Etc. Couldn't play. That's fucking but, hilarious. Uh, you know, and it's like a weirder, a much weirder version of guy who has guitar in his apartment but doesn't know how to play it. Dude, like, I kind of want to keep, like, stay at this gym long enough to try to work up the courage to go up to that guy and ask him to be on our podcast. <laughs> just an interview. Just a straight-up interview. Hey, man, I've got a podcast. Me yeah. and my friend Dusty. I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> Just want to know what's going on in there. No, you know? you're not coming to my apartment on Zoom. On Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the gym, even. Just. Yeah. I don't even feel comfortable. I don't even like the fact that I told you I live in an apartment. Yeah, yeah. In between leg lifts, you can tell us about some stuff. Uh, I knew. I. Well, I didn't know a guy. A girl I knew, one time, was at a bar. I showed up to the bar separately. Some dude was trying to pick her up. And she wanted to go to that dude's house and smoke his weed. But she did not want to hang out with that dude. So she was like, please come with me so that you can give me a ride and you can be the out. So like, oh, we have to leave. And I was like, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> but all right, fine. So like three or four of us go to this dude's house. He's going to get the weed or whatever. He has a guitar prominently displayed in his living room. They go, oh, cool, man. You play guitar? And he goes, no. 
Is this an electric guitar? No, acoustic guitar. Acoustic? All right. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I don't play. So who's, are you learning to play guitar? No. So it's, <laughs> what's it's decorative. it? Yeah. Well, cause I was like, wouldn't somebody, aren't you fooling yourself? Cause isn't, if you have it right there, is it someone going to ask for you to play it at some point? Isn't that what you're hoping happens? He's hoping uh, that somebody knows how to play can come, comes right. up. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I was truly baffled uh, by that by that turn of events. And then uh, my friend smoked his weed, and then we left. So, <laughs> God, man, I don't like. I used to smoke weed, and I don't miss like <laughs> in high school being like, "Oh man, he's got weed. Let's go over there." I wouldn't yeah. hang out with the guy otherwise. Let's go over there. You well, I, I don't mean? even smoke weed. I was just there because my friend was like, please don't make me go to, like, like or don't not make me, but, like, I'm going to go over there, but I don't want to hang out with this dude. That's the thing. <laughs> the, it's like, like, I don't blame you. I'm not saying you should have said this, but, like, hey, just don't go over there. You know right. I mean? Well, like, <laughs> what, enjoyment, cool, am, but, what enjoyment am I deriving out of this? I'm not smoking any of the weed, <laughs> and I don't want to hang out with this dude either. <laughs> so, like... And he's trying to aggressively hang out with you, so it's not like even me and you can hang out. Uh, She's bringing you over to be the CB dog. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, in my younger days, I was a willing participant. <laughs> and, you know, hey, yeah, you the, took care that, of her. That's fine. That sort of activity. Uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. been a couple of prominent deaths this week. I wanted to... Uh, oh, yeah. Get, Get you get your thoughts. UFC on. one announcer Jim Brown died today. <laughs> yes, famed UFC announcer Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the main thing he did. Yep. Was, uh, yeah, NFL professional running back and apparently greatest athlete who ever lived, Jim Brown, passed away today at like eighty-seven years old. Um, so I looked up some information on him. He might be the best athlete of all time. Like, it's it's almost like the way that they talk about Jim Brown is the way that they talk about, uh, like, Bo Jackson. Like, there's mm-hmm. all these stories of incredible feats of Bo Jacksons that are almost uh, impossible for a human being, you know? Yep. Like, he played nine seasons and was elected to the Pro Bowl eight of those seasons and was a three-time uh, league MVP and retired with all of the running back records that one person could have. Yeah, he's the only guy to ever uh, average over 100 yards per game for his entire career. Yeah, and when they played less games. So it's like whenever he is like first, I think like five seasons, they only played 12 games. And then the last four seasons of his career, they played 14. And he ran for 1,800 yards in one of those seasons. Oh yeah, so the counting numbers that helps for the counting numbers for the average numbers that hurt, that hurts him a little bit. But it's uh, he had 106 touchdowns in nine seasons, which is pretty gnarly. Everybody talks about how good a lacrosse player he is. I don't care. Right. You know? <laughs> not not important to me. Yeah. I don't really care at all about how good at lacrosse he is. <laughs> uh, he never missed a game. Uh, no, he never missed a game of his professional career. Uh, 
back whenever like you could maybe stab somebody while playing football against them. Yeah, ESPN was playing like a a package for his uh like commemorative package, and it was talking about it was showing guys who had played against him, and one guy was like, "He broke my fucking face mask against <laughs> my face," and then another guy was like, "Yeah." He, I came, I hit him uh, as hard as I could, but he went right through me in the backfield, and so on the way down, I bit him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only the only recourse I had yeah. was to bite Jim Brown. Yeah, he looked like a mean bastard. I can tell you that. Yeah, and uh, like you know, even if you <laughs> even if you don't love uh, football or care about football. The his work in UFC one is worth a Hall of Fame uh, induction, regardless. Where he had, like Jim Brown has no reason to be an announcer at the UFC. He's not an MMA practitioner. He's he doesn't know any martial arts. He doesn't art. know shit. <laughs> He's just an an old tough dude who's famous. Yeah, he's an old tough famous guy. OJ and they were was, just OJ wasn't available. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Otherwise indisposed at the time. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, they were just like, who's a dude <laughs> that people will respect? And everybody uh, apparently unanimously was like, oh, Jim Brown. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> the guy we want is Jim Brown. Uh, so he passed away. Uh, we stand a legend for, for Jim Brown. And in professional wrestling world... Uh, Superstar Billy Graham passed away earlier this week. And uh, for you, Andrew, Superstar Billy Graham is probably the prototype of the pro wrestler that you love. Uh, because he could he was not a very good wrestler by all accounts. However, he had a ton of charisma, could cut a hell of a promo, and that made him world heavyweight champion. Hell yeah. I, I remember uh, I haven't watched enough Superstar Billy Graham. I'd like to watch more of him. Uh, the, pretty much most of what I've watched of him has been from, uh, the Dusty Rhodes stuff that we watched, uh, cause he and Dusty Rhodes had some, had some big battles, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and remember if, if you go back to our Dusty Rhodes episode, I was like, I think I liked Superstar Billy Graham. I, that's my guy, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? And you're like, yeah, you're, <laughs> you definitely yeah, like yeah. Superstar Billy Graham. <laughs> of the two famous dudes named Billy Graham, Superstar Billy Graham is your guy. Oh, certainly. I saw the other yeah. one preach in person. I have. I was also a person who saw uh, Billy Graham. Yeah, like did, a big so, did so many good things for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Seeing yeah, the, yeah. the Billy Graham at the, the goddamn... It's a superstar Billy was, Graham as opposed to Jesus Christ superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, we almost got thrown out of the Billy Graham thing because somebody threw a... Uh, paper airplane yeah and it was not us but somebody that i was with had a backwards hat on <laughs> right they they could they could tell where the trouble was gonna be coming from you yeah know? and my dad yeah. screamed in the face of a security guard <laughs> at the billy graham uh, show <laughs> uh famous for bleached blonde handlebar mustache uh first guy out here doing that superstar billy graham and dude, he died of an ear and skull infection, bro. That's so metal. Oh no, that's how he's ho he's hospitalized in January twenty twenty three. About that, by that. But God damn, he, he got fucked up, dude. Every his his body attacked his ass. 
Well, he he apparently said that he had been taking steroid that he started taking steroids in like 1965. Yeah, and those are and, 1965 steroids. Yeah, and through all through to the 80s, he was doing steroids. Uh and like, seemed like the, It seems like Scott Steiner in certain ways was trying to be superstar Billy Graham. Yes, the bleached blonde uh goatee and the like the the crazy out of whack uh, physique. Although Scott Steiner never did steroids, he claims. So oh, know. okay. That's that's really that's really comforting to know that he never took steroids. <laughs> yeah. Scott and Steiner was fucking steroids. <laughs> yeah, if there's a man you can trust. It's definitely Scott Steiner. Big Papa Pump. Scott yeah. Steiner did not take steroids. Uh, he got broken in by Stu Hart. Uh, which I thought was interesting, and then he like he just they they just said he was just never a great worker, but he had a ton of personality and charisma, and was a great heel. And like he was one of the he like kind of did the Muhammad Ali thing, you know? He's like uh, I lift barbell plates, I I eat T-bone steaks, I'm uh, too sweet to be sour. The the man with the power. It's that like mm-hmm. all of his promos were the like sort of jive uh talking thing and it worked he was he beat bruno san martino to become wwf champion in 1976 was that ending uh the bruno's like long run no this was the end of bruno's second run was this uh, first, was which, bruno's first run in the long run the well they were both long but the legendary one is the first like the first one the that one was like nine years, years or, or some whatever bullshit yeah. like that yeah and interestingly like back in the day i guess it was like vince mcmahon senior went to superstar billy graham and was like you're gonna win the belt on this day and you're gonna lose it on this day like it was completely planned out like you're gonna be the champ this long exactly and then he lost it to bob backland uh and at the time superstar billy graham was like I'm so hot as a heel. Why don't we just keep running with me as the champion? He'd sold out 19 of 20 Madison Square Garden appearances uh, in the main event, and they were just like, "No, you know, we told Backlund he'd he'd be the champ." So fucking Mickey Rooney looking ass, Bob Backlund. Yeah, Uh, longest heel champion of that particular era. Um, just like. That was his. That was this thing, and then in the '80s he made a comeback, but he had uh, his hip. He had a lot of trouble with it, and just wasn't the same dude. And then they tried him as an announcer, and he was a terrible for being a great promo. He was a terrible announcer, and that was sort of just the end of his run in WWF. Uh, well, I miss him. Yeah, it's he's. Uh, but I'm I'm glad they reconciled because he was in the '90s talked a lot of shit about WWF, uh, rightly so about uh, their steroids and all of that, and the stero- like how terrible the wrestling business is to the wrestlers and stuff. Uh, so they sort of froze him out for years, <laughs> and then they put him in the Hall of Fame. Fucking what? What are you doing, Billy Graham? Yeah. <laughs> Graham claimed to have witnessed WWF officials sexually abuse children in 1992 on the Phil Donahue show. Vince McMahon claimed the abuse had never taken place, and Graham later admitted that he made up the allegations hoping to extort hush money out of the uh, WWF. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. 
He said some ter- he he alleged some terrible things that Pat Patterson He's he said Pat Patterson hard. did that were completely false. Oh, so that was from Billy Graham because yeah. I've heard that referenced where like Pat Patterson had accusations that everybody knows are fake. Um, yeah, I didn't know that was Billy. God damn it, Billy Graham. And then Pat Patterson was like, well, I don't forgive Billy Graham because he tried to ruin my goddamn life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, how could you? You know, like I believe in forgiving people. I forgave the guy who carjacked me. You know what I mean? But he didn't he didn't go, hey, everybody, I'm going to carjack Andrew Idell. Fuck Andrew. Right. (laughs) Yeah. He just like panicked and tried to steal the first car he saw because he crashed his car. Yeah. that's very kind of you. I don't forgive any of my enemies. In case you're listening, you, you son, all remain you, you sons yeah. of bitches. You all remain unforgiven. <laughs> I don't squash the beef. So listen, I don't blame you. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, rest in peace, superstar Billy Graham. Uh, yeah, a man who contained multitudes. Multitudes. You know? It looked like he. I mean, he apologized for that shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 If you're Billy, he, if your name's said, Billy Graham, you're problematic one way or the other. He, yeah. he apologized, saying just making the allegations is his most shameful moment, not only in the wrestling profession, but in his life. Um, oh, you think Billy Graham? You I thought it was I just going to hope so. He's yeah. like going, hey guys, by the way, you know when I tried to ruin Pat Patterson's life, most likely because he's gay. Uh, I, that's the worst thing I did. I never did anything worse than that. Just so you know, right. if you were wondering. Well, and it, it also undermined because there were real allegations against other people, like there's a whole scandal, and then it undermines the validity of those accusations because they're like, well, Billy Graham fucking lied, and so who, you know, like <laughs> just not a cool move, Billy Graham. That's all the way around. Other than that, <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> yeah. Other than that terrible thing you did. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, Unfortunate. I have, uh, did you know, this comes out Sunday. Yep. Sunday is the birthday of uh, one Christopher Wallace, the Notorious B.I.G. Oh, I did not know that. Do you have a favorite Biggie song? Yeah. um, It's okay if it's basic. I think it's going back to Cali, man. I think that's mine, too. I think that's the one. I like the what a lot, um, but I I think it's got to be going back to Cali. I, I'm I'm on the radio today, Sunday, and I'm I'm introing going back to Cali. Uh, it hits so hard that your hat that your hat can't fit you. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, give me the loot is also give me the loot's a good one is uh also very good and obviously juicy like i i kind of wanted to play juicy but uh my my pd didn't know if we had the clean version and right i'd be in real trouble if i didn't play the clean version so yeah um, i mean they're all like hypnotized the hook on hypnotized is awesome uh and yeah you know has anyone uh worn the hat that biggie wears better than the biggie hat you know, mm-hmm. and party <laughs> like, and bullshit is a really good one too. Yeah, I think like I finally listened to all of Ready to Die, and really enjoyed it. I don't. It's a problem with a lot of '90s rap albums. I don't like the skits very much. Uh, there's yeah, a, a few exceptions. They're just sucks. like 
they're not funny to me or they're just real gross. And I was just like, I don't want to listen to the, <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. There are a few exceptions, but like generally all skits, uh, I'm, I'm not in favor of. Yeah. And that's, I completely agree. And, uh, the, I think the, 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 the intro to going back to Cali where he answers the phone and, and Diddy's talking to him. Oh, we yeah. talked, we talked to that, that when we were driving into, into LA that's that's that one's completely admissible like that one's good uh yeah he's like oh cali word yeah we gotta get this money and <laughs> yeah uh so that that one's really good but yeah most of the time skits aren't very funny like uh some of those rappers were really funny dudes but i think they leaned on it too much just get to the fucking hippity hop you know what i mean i want to yeah. listen to the hippie hop um uh, like the there's one really funny ludicrous skit. Uh, I think it's ludicrous for a thing called big chain records. That was always, that one's maybe my favorite one. That one's legitimately funny to me. Uh, yeah. We've taught, we've talked about the skits on doggy style. Like some of those are funny and yeah, conversationally rappers are very funny. I just don't care about the skits. And the weirdest thing is on all the DMX records where in between all the songs where he talks about shooting and killing and robbing people, he's do, he's praying. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, or he's having funny. conversations with the straight-up devil. Like, <laughs> See, that's funny, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, it's just so jarring. And I guess it's to, you know, artistically show the struggle of DMX, the juxtaposition of, like, you know, the the man who wishes he was better, but he's not, but like, it's got a little devil voice, <laughs> you know, telling him to do evil shit. And it's like, it's very, it's very funny, but I, I don't think it's supposed to be funny. So that's what makes it hard. It's supposed to be serious. There, yeah. uh, there's nothing funnier than, than, uh, than certain rappers taking themselves very seriously. Like even Tupac got to that point sometimes. And Tupac's like my goat. I think Tupac's the greatest ever. Uh, and 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 uh, just because of like his mix of style and substance is unmatched. I think if Eminem would have continued the trajectory that he was going before he stopped, before he started putting guitars in all of his songs, yeah. uh, he could have been up there. But like in terms of style and substance, I think Tupac is the best. But even he, like sometimes when he's talking about Illuminati and shit, and he's like, <laughs> he's fucking, he's talking about. Uh, um, uh, you know, like just Hail Mary and shit, like all of that stuff. And yeah. uh, but when he's just talking about his own life and stuff like that, it's but like he, but he didn't get to the point where he was being like so religious about it. Like, yeah, Tupac wasn't that religious about a lot of the things that he was talking about, at least. He's just using the imagery, you know, yeah. and the, the iconography is, is important. But yeah, I, I think. The problem is, it's like, does is Eminem the go? I mean, we're probably not the guys to have this conversation. Uh, but is Listen, is Eminem the go? They can talk about who the best hockey player is. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> is, is Eminem the goat because he has shown the most eclectic amount of skills, or like he can rap the fastest, <laughs> or whatever? It depends, on, it depends on who, like. What you mean though? Because he can't rap the fastest. You know what I mean? Or, like, yeah, I got like Twista. Can... There's a lot of guys out there, that, and like in terms of skills, it's like he has them, yeah. But I feel like he's he's been like showing his skills for showing his skill sake for a while lately. Like 
When's yeah. when when's the last like re-listenable Eminem album? Like maybe uh, Kamikaze. Yeah, well, I liked uh, Marshall Mathers too. I felt like there were songs on there that you, like was that had was real... that after Kamikaze? I can't remember. Before Kamikaze's yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, yeah. that's why I said when was the last one? Because oh, do do you not think Kamikaze is uh, re-listenable? I don't like it as much. I've, there's a lot of Rick Rubin, I think, in Kamikaze. That's not uh, like like you said, all the guitar songs and like all of that. Um, yeah, he's just putting like, "Hey Eminem, stop having Ed Sheeran sing your hooks, dog." Like Eminem was best when Eminem was singing Eminem's hooks, or if, yeah. Nate Dogg's dead. So like, just Eminem. You know, we don't need. You to put famous people on your album. I like that he like it's cool to like give people who he respects shine and like give them the bump. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I just we don't need to stop putting guitars in your songs. He's saying that it's a big innovative thing he did. Yeah, we know we know it was. You did it fucking twenty years ago. Yeah, like let's 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 make some. some I don't know. I'm almost I'm almost asking Eminem. To just make music that I want to listen to, <laughs> but like, yeah. Well, and even Marshall Mathers too. Maybe that's the Rick Rubin one because I was thinking about Common Cause, but uh, Marshall Mathers too is the one that has like the sample of the Stroke and the No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, over... uh, and yeah, it's got um, what's uh so far. Yeah. Uh, oh and... yeah. Uh, but it has like monster and headlights and uh, like yeah, the guy from Train. Yeah, I mean, no, not Train. Fun, the guy from Fun. Same thing. Yeah. Same same band. Uh, but the I, I I really like the beginning of that album, like the intro where uh, the bad guy, where it's like the stand. Yeah, um, I thought Love Game with him and Kendrick is like the the last sort of funny relationship Eminem song um where but he gets outshined by Kendrick in that song I think uh, it's close but it, it, yeah. who cares like rap rap gods on that one too like there's some good shit on that album but like it's just I I just don't think and th- this is the thing he has he has a dis- disadvantage in the Eminem versus Tupac thing Tupac died when he was 25 right if Eminem died when he was 25 then what do we just have? We have two of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? So like, or if Tupac, he like Tupac didn't have time to fall off, so we can't really right. like. Well, what does fifty year old Tupac sound like? You know, it's the same as like, what is what would Dre or uh, like how does when's the last really good Snoop album? I'm very interested. Well, to, I th- I think, and I, I know I'm not saying you're not saying this, but. I think Tupac was so far above those guys in artistry in terms of right. in terms of being a uh, like in terms of being a, an actual rapper like Dr. Dre has his pr- production and stuff but like yeah. in terms of actual being like a, a rapper an artist like Tupac was so far above those guys I'd be very interested to see what Tupac was doing when he was 50 years old but um there's I mean there's a chance it sucks there's a chance that he falls off and uh, he ends up like he's playing one nighters in Vegas or some shit, and or, right. like um, you're going to see him in Bakersfield, you know? Yeah, like so, Ice yeah. Cube's in Bakersfield tomorrow. I right. 
I your personal up. friend I, Ice Cube? I got offered, yeah, I got offered tickets to that, and I'm not going, and I, I fucking regret the shit out of it because he's yeah. so good. Cypress Hill, I could have hung out with Cypress Hill. Oh man, uh, you could have threw your set in the air. I know, man. Yeah. Uh, you guys were you guys were in the episode of The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, well, no, love but, no love, no love, Symphony Orchestra today. Um, but like a on a three album run, Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, Eminem show, pretty. Tough. It's hard to beat. To beat you it's know. hard to beat. It really is, and that—that's the thing. So, like, I think a lot of times this happens where we um, we think about like like Tupac and Biggie died in their prime. Like they didn't have both of them. Neither of them had time to fall off and start experimenting and fucking sort of make a reggae album and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, Jimi Hendrix. Same shit. Right. Like a lot of these people who die, they die young when they're like at the height of their creativity and at the height of their, before they have to change. If Rivers would have died after Pinkerton, that motherfucker, nobody right. thinks he sucks. You know what I mean? And like yeah. Kurt Cobain, uh, same thing. You same know, thing. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I think, I think that, that kind of, I know I, I, you don't want to, you don't want to die early, but it helps your legacy because you don't have time to start fucking up. Well, well, and people get to eulogize you the way that you were, like you said, like Kurt Cobain's always this voice of a generation guy who never becomes a hack yeah. or anything, you know? And like, I was listening to a podcast the other day where actually Courtney Love was talking about like, you don't, nobody knows what Kurt Cobain would be like now. Cause he's a dude from a small town in Washington who like loved guns and like is, is sort of this contradiction in, in some ways, but he sorry he didn't have one. <clears throat> right. As, as the dude that we imagine he is, but we're always like, Oh, he would have been this cool and this innovative and this, uh, like interesting forever. He would have never become like an old washed up dude. And like the odds are just not in the favor of that happening. Like, yeah, it's just it's interesting, right? Because you're like, I like this song, but you know, I got my mind set on you. I got yeah. <laughs> my mind set on you, uh, George Harrison, right? Yeah. Imagine John Lennon's, I got my mind set on you arc. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. where he makes I I don't know if he would have done it, but like, if John Lennon would have started doing something, if John Lennon like. In his, in his, how old would he be now? Would, would John, John Lennon would probably be about this, like in his late seventies, early eighties. So like, imagine John Lennon, like five years ago, making songs with Lana Del Rey and shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. or, it uh, sounds weird, man. Like, <laughs> well, and he missed most of the seventies. Uh, Jimi Hendrix in the disco era. Right. It's like, what is what does John Lennon do in the eighties? Well, John, yeah. John Lennon didn't miss most of the seventies. Cause I think he was shot in 1980. So, um, well, but he was, he had the lost weekend, right. Where he wasn't like recording. Uh, music yeah, he, and was, stuff. he was drinking like, white Russians and beating his <laughs> wife for a lot of the seventies. Yeah. So it's like, he wasn't putting stuff out. And then I know he put out an album that was like, I think double fantasy was like a lot of people don't really like that one. And then he was coming back. A lot of people, a lot of people don't like his solo music. I think I think I like his solo music the most out of the Beatles. Him and then George and then Paul. Right. And I don't count Ringo. Fuck Ringo's solo music. <laughs> I love Ringo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to buy go a Ringo it. album. I'll go see Ringo's All-Star Band, you know.
How much would you pay to go see Ringo's All Star Band? I'm probably paying sixty bucks, sixty seventy bucks. I'd probably pay, I'd probably pay sixty bucks to go see Ringo's band. Just to, I mean yeah. to to knock another Beatle off the list. Like I saw Paul, um, it was transcendent. It was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see Paul? Not, no. I know. Never <laughs> the, the real question is: Do the Beatles get back together? All things even. Well, I mean, two of them are dead now, so. Um... But no, if if John doesn't die, yeah, I think they do. I think at some point, not like fully together together. I bet they come back in like the mid '90s or the early 2000s, and they put out kind of a mediocre album, and they tour it and make a billion kajillion dollars, right. and then they fuck off. Well, because the '90s had a big, like, not that the Beatles ever went away, but like whenever they re-released the stuff on CD and then they came out with the Beatles anthology. Yeah. And so the like anthology them. was amazing. I rented all of he- them from Netflix on, on, on in the mail. Yeah. And they like, they had a huge resurgence in the nineties. Like when Britpop came back and it's like, Oh, yeah. who did Oasis listen to? And it's like, Oh, it's just the fucking Beatles. Like, they yeah. just, I, I think uh, they would have came back. I, I don't I think, think that's when they, seen them again. they cash it back in. Cause like the who, get back together like if if john bonham's not dead zeppelin probably stays together like the big the big thing too is like if john if john had they if he had been attempted to be assassinated and he lived i guarantee they get back together like if he had survived yeah it's like blink 182 uh yeah where uh uh tom himself said that mark getting cancer and surviving um, was like a real wake up call for him that he had to do this again. And honestly, I, th- and I'm not some, I'm sure every Blink 182 fan in the world who understands how human beings work was like when, when Tom, uh, when Mark announced that he recovered, was like, maybe this means that fucking everybody will realize <laughs> that they need to play another show together. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you got Travis almost dies in the fucking plane crash. Right. Mark almost fucking dies to cancer. Tom's doing the alien bullshit. Um, right, he could get taken by the government at any moment. Any moment, you know. any moment, like like yeah. fucking John. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. The uh, the other yeah, the big uh, thing too was like there had been some like uh, Lennon would have hung out with rappers. Yeah, and it would have gotten uncomfortable. I think. Uh, well, and there would have like there had been some defrosting of like the the McCartney. Lennon relationship like towards the end of the 70s yeah. you can you can hear John Lennon and like in interviews talking about like yeah maybe we get back together but like who knows you know I don't hate Paul or whatever like I think George Harrison's probably the dude you have to convince the hardest because he was the dude that was ready to go the most that was so funny and get back when he's like uh I'm gonna I'm going to quit the band now. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh. Oh, you mean and in the middle, the, right in the middle of this album? Yeah, I'm just going to, yeah. I'm just going to not going to be in this band anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be in this band anymore. Um, that shit was so funny. Uh, yeah, it, he might have been, but like, I think even George realized, like George was, I don't know, George, George is the, guy and you probably i would guess you probably feel the same way if you get to hang out with a beetle like i think george is the f- coolest guy to hang out with like he 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 was friends with monty python 
He was a very funny yeah. guy himself. He was pretty introspective. I don't know. He does a lot of the hard Krishna shit, but so does everybody else, kind of. I don't know. I feel like Paul's kind of a basic dude. Ringo's gonna like. I bet think? Ringo's. I bet I put Ringo second. I bet Ringo's the one of the funner dudes to hang out with. He might be. Now he seems kind of lame. Now he seems like he's riding the Ringo train. Like I was a Beatle, peace and love. You know what I mean? Right, but yeah. Back then, it seemed like Ringo was a pretty funny guy. Um, so that might be true, but I do think that George. If if I if I got to pick one where it's like, hey, you get to hang out with a Beatle for a week in 1970, yeah. I think I'm picking George. Because like, if well, you hang out with John, you're hanging out with Yoko. I don't know if they were together in 1970. Were they together in 1970? Yeah, I think they were. Because they're broke. The Beatles are broken up by then. Oh yeah, that's true. So uh, yeah. if you're hanging out with John, you're hanging out with Yoko. Go fuck yourself. Not hanging out <laughs> with Yoko. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Paul. Paul. Paul's probably. I mean, John might be my f- number four because of Yoko. Yeah, what's interesting is of the Beatles that I grew up admiring the most, I think John is at the top of that list. Me too. But now, the dude that I would want to hang out with the least, even aside from Yoko, I like 70s John yeah. bums me out, man. Like he's binge drinking, doing heroin sometimes. He's like he's like probably dirty. He probably didn't shower very often. Well, it is it's like, you know, the <laughs> Like, you're just trying to hang out and have a good time, and he's like, you know, well, you know, the world is a, the there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, or was it, I'm just trying to hang out, John, like, (laughs) fine, but like, you know, you own eight boats or whatever, like, (laughs) I don't think you can preach this to me, you know, like, Paul seems like, if I could get Paul in the studio, and you're just jamming and having a good time or whatever, I think... That. I think a night on the town with Paul would have been fun too, because I he's he's never, from what I understand, he's never been like an overly indulgent person. So he seems yeah. like the type of guy you could go to place. You're with Paul fucking McCartney, so you get in everywhere, yeah. and uh, and Paul like drinks responsibly, but still has a good time. Because Paul was a pretty funny guy too, or is he's yeah. still alive? So like, well, and he's like he he's the mayor of everywhere. He's yeah. fucking. Paul McCartney. So like, yeah. yeah, he would be a fun guy to hang out with in certain situations. I feel like you said, like, I don't, Paul's just kind of, I think he's not boring. He's one of the greatest songwriters of all time, but like, I don't know. He's not jazzing me up, you know? I yeah. Feel like, if, I mean, you get to, you, you hang out with George Harrison, you might get to meet Graham Chapman from, from Monty right. Python. Graham yeah. Chapman is one of my favorite comedic people of all time. He was incredibly gay he was he was in he was in Monty Python. He was if anybody doesn't know, he was the main character in Life of Brian and in Holy Grail. He's King Arthur in Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he uh, he was a fascinating human being. Have you ever seen? Um, is it called Opinions? There's a there's a uh, YouTube video of he was on some cha- uh, some TV show in Europe. I mean, in England probably. Um, called I think it's called Opinions. Let me look at it. Where he just rants. Yeah, it's called Opinions, <laughs> and it's it's 24 minutes long, and it's him ranting about the world, and uh, it's crazy how progressive his ideas were, and how like he's saying a lot of the like reasonable things that people complain about the world nowadays. Uh, he passed away. I can't remember what year he passed away. When what year was this made? It's yep. early because he was a terrible alcoholic too. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He was a, yeah. Graham, Jam, Graham Chapman was like a, a insane alcoholic. He drove the rest of the guys in Monty Python crazy because he would just be yep. fucking sloshed all the time. But anyway, uh, he was friends with George Harrison. You hang out with George Harrison, ipso facto. Mike, <laughs> Mike, was, yeah. Mike got to hang out with Graham Chapman and Eric Idle, another one of my favorites. Um, so. uh, interesting. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thought, go. Go. Uh, <laughs> thought experiment. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to hang out with any of the dudes from Zeppelin. I don't think John Paul Jones probably my my guy. I don't know. I, I don't know their. I don't know their personalities that well. Definitely don't want to hang out with Paige. A hundred percent don't want to hang out with Paige. Yeah. Uh, plant. See, a Paige and Bonham are both fucking like Paige is a weirdo, self indulgent uh, uh, kidnapper slash rapist. Uh, <laughs> Bonham yeah. is a just a train wreck alcoholic, right? Yeah, and an insane person. Like, <laughs> uh, I seem like John Schwartzwelder a little bit, but a, a drunken rock star. Yeah, it's like him and Keith Moon have very similar. Like, I don't want to hang out with Keith Moon either. Uh, I feel like I'd rather hang out with Moon than Bonham, but I feel like yeah. the worst day with Moon is worse than the worst day with Bonham, <laughs> except for yeah. the day they died. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like Moon <laughs> Moon goes fucking... Like, if it's a real bad day with Keith Moon, you want John Bonham any day. But a, yeah. <laughs> a, an average day, Keith Moon is more fun, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it's Jonesy. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, all, it's all drummers. I wouldn't want to hang out with Ginger Baker uh, at all. Yeah, he seems like he sucks. But if you hang out with Robert Plant, you might, see, you might meet some honeys. That's that's true, but I don't like. Then I gotta a listen honeys. to uh, Robert Plant tell me about Mercury and being in retrograde and all and all this. Oh, and, is he a, is he a Zodiac guy? Well, he just gives he's me the vibe. One of those guys, yeah. yeah. Plus, uh, he's got an armadillo in his trousers. So right. all his lyrics are about uh, Lord of the Rings, you know. So yeah, that's what, that is true. Uh, so the Shire, huh? Yeah, I think it's John. I think John Paul Jones wins a Green that, Day that battle. Uh, well, if I'm, if I'm trying to have the most fun I can have, I think I go with Billy Joe for the mayor of everywhere kind of but vibe. Yeah. Like he seems like everywhere he goes, he's the life of the party. But that could wear out. Uh, if I want to just have a chill night, I guess it's Mike Dirt because I don't think that uh, Trey Cool is what I would call a passive individual i think but I've, i feel like trey cool would be a fun guy to like shoot the shit with i think they're all funny guys right but mike yeah. dirt seems a little bit like dad funny he, he yeah. seems like the oldest guy you know uh it might be one of those scenarios too where like dirt gets in a real fight you know and you like stab somebody <laughs> and now you're you, stuck you find out that dirt is like super right wing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> and you got it's Mike Dirt, so you can't really fight him that night. So like, you, you got to be yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, I hate him too, you know. <laughs> uh, definitely Tom <laughs> from Blink, just for the alien shit, because I don't want to hang out with Travis, because I got to hang out with the people Travis hangs. Yeah, out that's with. the thing. You know how many people? That's the funny thing, though. You know how many people would pick <laughs> Travis? I I wouldn't pick Travis. No, I don't want to hang out with the famous Stars and Straps clan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's either Mark or Tom. I think Tom's hilarious, but I think I think. I think Mark is like pretty funny himself, and uh, but Mark seems older than Tom now, so I think it is Tom. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just just for the alien stuff, you know, I'm I'm interested in what. <laughs> uh, the Chili Peppers is an interesting one. 
because uh, Kiedis is a weirdo. Um, I definitely, I, I don't want to hang out with Anthony Kiedis. That's what I'm saying. But I, I heard, I heard Kiedis on Rogan actually, and he seems like a normal, like a way more normal guy than he, than like he yeah. portrays. Like you feel like he's, he's all like Star Child shit, but he's not. Uh, well, Kiedis now might be fine. A prime Kiedis, I don't think. Oh yeah, heroin and cocaine addict Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, uh, Kiedis. So Ch- Chad yeah. Smith seems like a rad dude. Yeah, but it's definitely dad. Dad energy, it's definitely Chuck. rad, Dad. But with you, you guys could jam. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Frushante is a weirdo. Frushante is like he's a sweet weirdo, and he's a really funny guy. Uh, but he's like a shy guy, and he might spend most of the time just like stretching and not listening to you. Like, uh, yeah, I think he's too much of an artist to be a good hang. Yeah, I, I, I had a friend. Well, I, no, I didn't have a friend. My brother had a friend who uh, recorded an album in the Houdini Mansion. And uh, he was at the Houdini Mansion. My, he took my, which is, so people know, that's where Rick Rubin used to take people to record albums. That's where, like, uh, Blood Sugar, Sugar Sex Magic by the Red Hot Chili Peppers was recorded. A lot of big stuff was recorded there. So John Frusciante invited my brother's friend to the Houdini Mansion to listen to John Frusciante's new solo album at the time. It's called The Empyrean. It's an amazing album. But the guy goes over to the Houdini Mansion and... Uh, John has a few people over he plays the album and he just fucking stretches on the ground and doesn't say anything <laughs> the whole time the album is yeah. playing well and that's I think that's the difference between a uh, guy at your gym and John Frusciante's I don't think Frusciante's putting it on no 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 he's a genuine uh, human being. he just is that person. he just is that way and I think Flea for one night Flea's a lot of fun yeah, I, I feel bet. like Flea would be fun. Flea is also like very flower child energy guy, but uh, yeah. I think Flea might be the pick. To be yeah. honest, uh, now go to what a Laker about, game. Yeah, what about Rage Against the Machine? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, you gotta hang out with a dude from Rage. See, the only I, I'm not too familiar with the drummer or the bassist, so I'm hmm. <laughs> So I got to pick, in fairness, so it's not a shot in the dark, because it's probably either the drummer or the bassist. Yeah. But in fairness, I have to pick out of Tom out of Tom Morello and Zach De La Rocha. Yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm going Tom, bro, because Tom plays D&D. Yeah, yeah. And we could play D&D. I think, yeah. How about um, you? Well... I'm, you know, I'm more familiar. You're more familiar, I, yes. I feel like the bassist, uh, Tim Comerford, would bother me. Uh, like, his energy doesn't, like, uh, his vibe doesn't seem like one that I would be I like. Chill. I like his blackout tattoo on his arm. I would never have the balls to do it, but I love it when people get a full black arm tattoo. Yeah. I think it looks um, like. And the drummer, by all accounts, Brad Wilk, is just like... He just likes playing drums. <laughs> he like, you know, I, I, I assume that he's in a similar uh, vein to like politically with the guys in the band. Otherwise, I don't know how you could be in that band. Yeah. But he's in both I've directions. Never, right. Like or I've like anytime that I've heard him try like try to talk about the ethics or the politics of the band and never see, you know, he's just he just is the drummer. Like he wants to play drums and I could, I could definitely do with that. If to be fair, if I had to pick between Zach and Tom, I bet Zach De La Rocha is a cool hang. Like 
but I could see it go south quick. Like, you know. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I think I bet he's a cool hang. He seems like a, he seems like a cool guy. I always wonder if they're funny. You know me, like I don't yeah. know if either of them are particularly funny out of the two main yeah. guys in that band. I've uh, seen Tom Morello in interviews. He seems affable. You know. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. then uh, I just really don't want to have those conversations with fucking <laughs> Zach. And I feel like you're more yeah. likely to have those conversations with Zach than Tom. And you're very likely to have those conversations with Tom. Yeah. You know. Well, Tom Morello also like. He's on the board of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, you know, and he like loves Kiss. So it's like, in some ways, it seems like he's not that guy. Like he's not on all the time. I feel like Zach De La Rocha is way more on all the time. Yeah, I've got, like, I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Okay, all right. Metallica. <laughs> I have, and I have an answer, but I want you to go first. Um, well, one, I'm hanging out with Robert Trujillo. The bass or, player from Metallica. That dude is that dude's cool as cool. shit, he man. He does seem cool. He does seem cool. He's not my pick, but he does seem cool. Um, Kurt seems fine. He just seems like a quiet dude who likes to play guitar. I think it would be tough for us to to have a conversation because I don't know anything about guitar. Lars is the fun pick because it's like, what do you a night out with Lars? Like, why wouldn't I pick? Yeah, <laughs> that. And I've heard him on podcasts. He's insufferable but in the best kind of way yeah. possible you know and i think me and hetfield i just get big like uh conservative dad vibes from hetfield and i don't think that that's a dude i want to hang out with so my I've, pick is trujillo but if you're like one night only uh, probably hanging out with lars dude i'm fucking lars all day dog like <laughs> let's get weird man i i am down for the like the kind of like kind of an asshole but like still he's like a funny guy and uh like i would love to just walk into a club with lars Ulrich. yeah that's um this actually kind of segues nicely into a uh, an idea that i had um okay so there are <laughs> there are, the story goes there are only two men that andre the giant was ever truly afraid of oh I, okay yeah. I know, history. let me see if I know both of them. Because I know one of them. Oh, I fucking can't remember the other one, though. One of them is Ming. Ming, yes. Toughest man in history. And the other guy is... We're a fan of his. Just a on-the-record fan. Is... I feel like he he's an African American gentleman. No. Oh, for some reason I thought I was thinking I was thinking like, but there, I, we've a, talked about this before. There's a story where he backs down from Bad News Brown. Okay, that's why that but, okay. But I know yeah. we've I know and I've heard the two two men thing. Let me let me think about it just a second longer, and then I'll, I'll yeah. fucking one will be pissed. So we're a fan of him. It's yep. not Dusty Rhodes, unfortunately. He should yep. be afraid of Dusty Rhodes, but he's not. Yeah. Um. No, go ahead. Harley Race. Oh, the king. yeah. Harley okay, Race. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Okay, so I compiled a couple of Ming stories and a couple of Harley Race uh, stories okay. from the road. So you tell me, which dude <laughs> do you want to get? You have to get into a barroom brawl. Oh, fuck. A barroom brawl is happening. Okay. 
who do you want with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who do I want with me? Like who's yes. my guy? Okay, who's, who's my second? Guy, yeah. uh, Rick Martel, the model, famous uh, mm. enemy of Tito Santana, once said, Chico "King Haku." Santana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he once said, "King Haku." I would put this guy against anybody in a real fight. He would kill anybody. <laughs> this guy's a killing machine. Ask anybody in professional wrestling who's the toughest motherfucker you ever met. <laughs> it's this guy. Uh, Rick Flair on Ming comparing uh, comparing Ming to MMA fighters. He goes, if he was a young guy and he got into MMA. He'd have done everything. He's the toughest son of a bitch I've ever met in my whole life. <laughs> no lie. Take my word for it. Noted truth teller, Nature Boy Ric Flair. Hey, he tells more truth than uh, than Hulk Hogan. So uh... That's true. Uh, they once on a shoot interview asked Perry Saturn who would win a fight from the WCW locker room because uh, at one point the WCW locker room had like a ton of tough guys in it. So, like, Perry Saturn was an army ranger who, like, jumped out of airplanes and shit. Okay. And it was, like, him, Barbarian, Ming, Scott Norton, the Steiner brothers, uh, Jim Duggan. And he goes, who would win in a fight? And he goes, oh, Ming. Nobody else would have a chance. He could kill everybody without blinking, and there's nothing anybody could do about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's, like... It, uh, Ted DiBiase says he saw Ming get maced by the police and Ming just closed his eyes and breathed it in and then broke the handcuffs he was in. I don't know how you make that story up, but it sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, I wish there was a shoot fight video of Ming because there's yeah. enough There's enough different stories. Like he wants bit a man's nose off. Do you have that written down? Yep. Uh, Bobby Heenan says... Uh, that he saw him one time take two fingers uh, of his right hand and two fingers of his index finger and reach into a guy's mouth and break all the guy's bottom teeth out of his mouth. <laughs> and he goes, I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't have been there. Uh, like, there's a story where Ming pulled a guy's eyeball out and then Ming is like, oh, that didn't happen. I just almost pulled his eyeball out. <laughs> I thought about doing it. So just, just so uh, Dusty mentioned this earlier, we're calling him Mang. He was Mang in WCW. He was Haku in WWF, correct? Yes. Uh, they, King I, Tonga was probably also... Probably known more as Haku? I would say more famous as Haku. Okay, okay. I mean, also apparently known as like a sweetheart in the wrestling business. Uh, like, he didn't hurt people on purpose, but he just apparently looked like the dude that people wanted to mess with at bars. And he just, like... He had no chill. So the thing that always interested me was like, they're like, oh, in MMA, Ming would have dominated. But it's like, well, in MMA, you can't, let's say the stories are true. You can't pull a guy's jaw out of his, like, out in an MMA fight. There are rules to MMA. So it's not a street fight. I guess in a street fight, Ming would kill everyone. But I just wish we had some video. Because I do believe that he was a bad motherfucker. Very interesting. Yeah, if you just look at him, like <laughs> he just looks like a dude you wouldn't want to mess with. So, in on one side we got Ming, mm -hmm. which uh, might not be quite a good hang, but seems like a guy you'd want in your corner if you're in a bar fight. That's a good point. Okay, okay. On the other hand, we've got Harley Race, 
who uh, Bret Hart's ex-wife said had the strongest handshake of any person that she'd ever met. Nobody wanted to shake hands with Harley Race because he's got the strongest tendons ever known to anyone. <laughs> uh, he could break your hand with just a handshake. Everyone always shook his hand real gently and not the whole hand. That's wild. Um, and apparently, I hate when people overshake. Yeah, I don't understand. What are we doing? Like, what are we trying time. to prove? You know what I mean? Yeah. But nowadays, when people overshake, I'm like, come on, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, they he apparently went one time. They had ran out of ice at a party that they were all at the Hart family and Harley Race. So they went to get ice, and they come back with a big block of ice, and Harley Race just punched the bag and broke all the ice. <laughs> Uh, is, Jesus Christ. This is the eyewitness account. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he body slammed Andre the Giant before Hulk Hogan did. Uh, and said that uh, on uh, Hogan says that he hurt his back doing it, but Harley's like he used the incorrect technique because I got Andre even higher off the ground and turned him and didn't hurt my back. So <laughs> uh, points for Harley there. Yeah. Um, the so the uh, a very famous story is of course back in the day there used to be territories in wrestling and uh, Harley Race was figured into the Kansas City territory he was an owner there so he made a lot of money uh, promoting and whenever Vince came in and started running everything he came through Kansas City and Harley Race apparently snuck into the arena and uh, punched Hulk Hogan in the face <laughs> uh, in the backstage area. And Hogan goes, I'm surprised you didn't bring a gun. And Harley race opens up his jacket and he had a 357 in his jacket. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Harley race always had a gun on him. Well, yeah. Cause Harley race isn't fucking around. He's, so. from, God, he's from goddamn Missouri. Yeah. Um, but apparently there, another uh, version of that story from Bret Hart is that uh, Harley race basically walked in and goosed. Hogan like slapped him on the sides from behind and when Hogan turned around he it still terrified him that Harley Race was standing there <laughs> and Harley Race Whoa. like gave him a, yeah oh, oh brother uh and uh he slapped the Harley Race slapped the shit out of the honky tonk man who made fun of him for having uh intestinal surgery said Harley didn't have any guts anymore and Harley Race got up and just uh no not even Harley Race dynamite kid got up and slapped the shit out of Honky Tonk Man for daring to disrespect Harley Race. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck's a Honky Tonk Man doing? Come on, dog. Um, Also threw a hell of a barbecue, so maybe you want to put that on your list. Oh, it's on. uh, Yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, that's... (laughs) um, And the final thing that I thought was very funny was uh, as the NWA champion, back in the day, you always had to be... The reason that they made up uh, governing bodies because there used to just be screw jobs all the time and promoters would go into business for themselves or like try to claim that they had a guy who was the world champion and all of this. So to like make it uniform, they made one NWA champion with all these governing bodies, <clears throat> but you had to be, the guy that was NWA champion. They had to always pick a guy that they thought could handle himself if there was a real fight. Because, like, you can't lose the belt, you know, if it's not scheduled to be lost. Yeah. So they they put the belt on Harley Race, and he was wrestling a guy from Texas in a Texas, or in a Russian chain match, where you have to touch all four corners to win the match. And apparently before the match started, 
uh, Harley Race had gotten a call to uh, let him know that there was some cahoots to possibly try to screw Harley out of the title from the promoter in Texas. Um, and Harley Race it says he got a call from the president of the NWA saying that uh, his opponent was looking to steal the title and Harley assured him that no such thing would even take place, much less be attempted. So then I guess the guy did try to try to win the match and he he like slapped the last corner and he ran to the back and Harley Race ran to the through the crowd to the back and dragged this dude back out and kicked the shit out of him <laughs> and touched all four corners to to like let everybody in that crowd know that Harley Race had not lost the world title. Uh, and I, that's a that's that's a bad motherfucker. I'd be like, yeah. oh, I don't have I don't have to wrestle tonight. Cool, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go get KFC. Yeah, well, uh, uh, the other Ming thing was apparently uh, Kevin Sullivan used to use Ming in WCW if he told a guy that he had to lose and the guy, like, brustled up against it. He'd be like, okay, well, I mean, you could just wrestle Ming tonight. Yeah. <laughs> the guy would be like, all right, oh, you know. Who am I losing to? Yeah, <laughs> I can go ahead and lose this match. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay, so your question is, I'm going to get the fight. Buddy. Yep. I'm going to get in a fight, but I, I'm going to the bar. Well, you might not even get in a fight. There's going to be a fight at the bar that you're at. Oh, the, the Harley race. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like if I'm at a, at a bar and there's going to be a fight at the bar, if there if yeah. there's a fight at this bar, Meng has something to do with that fight. Uh, <laughs> sure. Haku, Haku has something to do with that fight. So there's a chance Harley race doesn't have anything to do with this fight. Plus, Harley race probably a better hang. Yeah. If you're going to say, like, you know, you're going to be in a two-on-two fight, hand-to-hand combat, no weapons, who do you got? I'm picking Haku all day. Yeah. Um, He's going to pull people, pull motherfuckers' noses off, you know? Yeah. Um, If weapons are involved, gets a little dicey there because Mr. Harley's always packing. <laughs> sure. But the alter- the alternate is... Ming doesn't need a weapon. Ming is a weapon. That's true, but Ming with a gun is still... <laughs> yeah. I mean, a gun is pretty dangerous. From some of these stories that the wrestlers tell about Ming, a, a gun could not stop, could not stop <laughs> Ming. <laughs> that yeah, would man. be the interesting thing, too. It's like, okay, so if I pick Harley Race, is my opponent Ming? Because that might change things a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um... There's a story that I glossed over to that was pretty funny where Brutus Beefcake uh, <laughs> complained that Ming was being stiff to him in the ring. And so... Uh, and then Ming came... went... So Ming went paragliding? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Ming hired a lady to go paragliding. No, he apparently, like, the office came and talked to Ming and he got pissed and he dragged Beefcake out of the shower, <laughs> like, by his throat. For talking shit about him, and Hulk Hogan had to like talk Kaku down <laughs> so he didn't kill Brutus the Barber. Beefcake. Don't kill him, brother. That's my barber, brother. <laughs> yeah, the he later the he's gonna my be, hair. he's gonna be my disciple, brother. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, oh, also interestingly enough, of those two guys, you would buy a car from Ming because he's now a car salesman in Florida, <laughs> and Harley Race is now dead. Uh, Meng's yeah. still, still alive. Oh, yeah, we've, we've looked this up. Meng is still yeah. alive. He's selling cars. Jim, huh? 
Could you imagine trying to barter with Ming? <laughs> it's like, is um, there any way? Is there any way you can you can you can work with me here? You know, maybe do yeah. knock a few thousand. Okay, okay, never mind. Never mind. Sorry yeah. about that. I he karate I, chops I will actually the car. Pay extra. <laughs> yeah, he karate chops the car in half like Street Fighter. He's like, you're still gonna buy that, and I'm like, I'm still gonna buy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I know it I turns am. out, end of the day, <laughs> still gonna buy that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I wish Ming didn't have to sell cars, you know, because he beat the yeah. shit out of his body for so long. Hopefully, he's got decent money. He's living a good life. He well, apparently he had, had a, a he had a uh, he had an AEW match in 2021. He faced Lance Archer and lost. Oh yeah, um, well, because his sons wrestle now. Oh, he accompanied his son. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like his son had the match and his son lost. Yeah, his son's not very good wrestlers. Um, possibly as tough as Ming, but who knows? Well, I mean, uh, it makes sense. They, they wrestle for AEW, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's no good. Outlaw so, Mudshow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he manages the car spa at a Toyota dealership in Florida, so I don't know if he owns it. <laughs> Did you say the car spa? That's what this article says. They fucking give your I, I they they give your car a massage. I, t- I I asked today on the on the radio if anybody can massage my calves to hit me up. I'm like it's yeah. got to be a professional establishment, okay? <laughs> but I'll give up. you guys like five free mentions on the radio yeah. if you're down to massage my calves. And I gave Some my Instagram are... handle out. <laughs> Some people are gonna slide into your mentions, dude. Oh, hey man, yeah. oh, I yeah. massage your calves, man. It's the fucking duster guy. Yeah, there was uh, a guy at a, the video store I used to work at who would come in and he give he gave out free massage coupons. <laughs> and the massages, should you want to take him up on it, they were uh, administered in his van. So just <laughs> know van that. Van massages. Yeah. Is there a sketchier place to get a massage? Tough. <laughs> Uh, let me think about that. Schoolyard. <laughs> <laughs> this, so, this is just where I like to do it. I don't know. Yeah, We're two consenting where, adults. I don't know why that's weird. <laughs> a warehouse in the 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 abandoned warehouse outside of town. You know. What did did he look like a van masseuse or did he look like yes. a masseuse? No, not a regular masseuse. Looked like, looked like superstar Billy Graham. He also said that he had uh, he was a scuba instructor. And Andrew, we're very landlocked. We're a landlocked area, yeah. yeah. So um, he's scuba, I, he's scuba diving with the with the crawdads. Yeah, uh, I did not enjoy when this man came into the video store. So yeah, that stinks. Uh, yeah, he was, and he came in a lot. <laughs> Easter Sunday, ten a.m. This guy. And if you're wondering if he was in there a butt ton, what did he? What the type of stuff did he rent? Did he rent stuff? Yeah, um, I don't remember. Did you guys Stuff, rent porn out? Did you guys have a porn we section? We had, um, like, we had, like, Cinemax level. Like, softcore stuff. So, was that weird? Did you ever see people you knew renting that stuff? No, the worst thing that ever happened was the barcode on it didn't work one time. <laughs> and a lady came up to rent one. And like I don't care, you know. But yeah. I'm trying, and and the store just opened, so like I don't know how to fix this problem. If it had been a few <laughs> months later, I would know how to fix it. But I'm trying to get it to scan, and as this poor lady is trying to rent 
this movie, a line begins to form behind her. And I'm on the phone trying to figure out, like, why won't this barcode scan? What do I yeah, do about it's, this? Yeah, it's, it's Big Swingers 6. <laughs> um, you want me to say it louder? <laughs> <laughs> and I had to, like, uh, and she eventually was just, like, it's fine and, like, ran out of the store. And I felt so bad because I'm, like, that's not my intention. I just, like, I don't know how to fix this. That's horrible. The store, the store I trained at had, like, a legit, like, room. Uh, yeah, and the, but yeah. they come to the same counter, right? Same counter, yeah. So like, you all of your items go together. God, you I know? can. I could just never do it, dude. I've never been to an adult store. No, I, I'm not putting down people who do. I almost admire the thing. You know what I mean? We all have, you know, pro, <laughs> proclivities. You know what I mean? But sure. like the uh, the the courage <laughs> to go in there. Yeah, and buy it. You know what I mean. There's people who, I'm sure, somebody has bought a blow up doll in person, right? Uh, the man, probably the tour manager for Blink 182. That is true. They have them, they have them for uh, whenever they put a dump weed. They throw them into the crowd. <laughs> they throw blow up dolls into the crowd. Yeah, I'm, so somebody had. To, I'm gonna try to go home with a blow up doll that night. Yeah, then. somebody had to go I'm buy it. So, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, I I used to get nervous at the grocery store, like if I was buying alcohol uh, in the town I grew up in, because like it's a small town, and you're likely to run into somebody somewhere, and so I couldn't imagine like the anxiety of running into somebody if I've just rented from the movie gallery my <laughs> uh, softcore adult video, you know? Yeah, it's a, just a, it's just a very interesting thing. So like like I said, there's no shame in it. You know, yeah. uh, uh, it's just, I, I, I can't do it's a, that. It's a brazen act, you know, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not able, I'm not able to wrap my mind around it. So the, uh, the, there's a place here in Fresno that sells like movies and DVDs. Well, obviously they're movies, so they're DVDs, but like DVDs, CDs, and they have a whole section, but it's with the rest of the store. So like, I can't even like. Other people are going to see you browsing in that area, which should be fine. You're an adult, you know. It should be fine. I just, I can't do it. No, I don't. I, I that's what, I don't like going to strip clubs because I don't like being aroused around other like, <laughs> just yeah, dudes. Other, like, yeah, and it's not even a home. It's just like, I don't. I the, if if somebody's in the room, I want the other person to be the other participant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want well, other people or any other people around. Like. I don't even want to kiss I, a girl with somebody else in the room. You know what I right. mean? Right. I don't know that uh, I would split the atom here, but I would say the start marks, uh, based on everything that we've recorded and put out in the world, I don't think strip club is a vibe that either no. one of us give off. No, I've been one time. Have you been to one? I was tricked and I was upset. But yes, I wasn't I've been, tricked. I've been to one. I wasn't tricked. I wanted to go. I wanted to experience it at some point in my life. I was like 18, sure. 19 years old. I was in Bakersfield. Uh, and I went to the ship ball fucking, it was called the teaser pleaser. And, uh -huh. um, it was gross, man. It was gross. Some of the girls were attractive, you know what I mean? But right. I was like, there's just dudes sitting in the back in the dark, just being quiet by themselves. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I'm not just, into that. It just wasn't fun. I'm sure there's like, better I, strip clubs. That's more fun, <laughs> but like, I, I sure. just don't like the idea of it. But they all operate under the same basic 
model you know yeah. so i i don't if if it is inherently not an attractive proposition i don't think it matters i don't want to be aroused with my friends <laughs> well i so i went for a bachelor party that my friend was having that he lived out of town and i was the best man but his uh like roommate was also in the wedding party and he was like, hey, do you care if this guy plans the bachelor party? Because he actually knows, like, the area better. And I was like, hey, that's great. Because that's, like, one less thing I have to do, you know. And I was like, well, I also don't have to worry about having to go to, like, an establishment. Because his wife is not going to let that fly. Yeah, like, she's, she's not, not down for people. that. Yeah. And, 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 <clears throat> strip clubs for bachelor parties are stupid. It's right. And, it's and no shame... I uh, wanted to be known. No shame to any of the people that work at the strip club. Like, no, your thing. No, do 100%. do your thing. Absolutely, do your thing. There's uh, just I, we know dudes, and like, and for bachelor party, you're gonna get married. So it's like, let me go see some uh, like the, my last titties. Like, what are you right. doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Hack. uh, I get up there and it's like, hey, we're gonna race go karts, then we're gonna go to dinner, and then we're gonna go to like uh, a bar. And I was like, sweet, those are all activities that I can 100% get behind. Um, and I guess I give off to certain people this, like, puritanical vibe. I don't know why. You're, sim- you're but... simple, innocent, dusty, dude. <laughs> so, like, the whole day, the Plus one dude Plus, they probably knew like... you're in, like, the church band, you know what I mean? Right, so, like, the whole day, the one dude is dropping hints about, like, oh, man, we're gonna take, we're gonna take our buddy and we're gonna, uh, like like sort of kidnap him and take him to the to the strip club right so i like pull my friend aside and i'm like are we going to the strip club because i have to tell you i'm not interested so yeah. like if that's the thing I, you want to do, do not want to go to the strip club. <laughs> right like, if that's the thing you want to do a hundred percent go do that then swing back by the apartment pick me up and we'll go do whatever else because i don't want to go and he's like no 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 it's not going down blah 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 all right, and so then we're getting ready to leave to go for the evening. And we get in the car, and then all of a sudden, it's like the wife was in on it the whole time. And they're like, oh, we're going to the strip club, blah, blah, blah. The and wife I, was it, in on it. And I was in the car already, and I was so mad. Because I had, like, checked with my friend. Yeah. And I told him my concern. So either he didn't know, or it was, like, a big trick. To also, because part of the fun is getting me to go because I don't want to go. Yeah, that's just so right. lame. I had friends literally trying to carry me out of my house to go to the strip club. It was like two in the morning. They had to drive an hour. They had the worst nights right. of their life. <laughs> I didn't go. They were like, "Dude, it was terrible. I don't know why we even did that. We almost got like we we ran out of gas and shit." I'm like, "Dude, fuck you guys. I'm asleep. <laughs> Whatever." Yeah. And so we're going, and I'm like, "Okay, I'll just hang out in the car." I don't want to, like, I don't want to go. Like, I'll just hang out in the car and you guys go do whatever and then we'll meet back up. But, uh, turns out wherever we ended up going is in like a terrible industrial part of Sacramento. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's like, it's more dangerous for me to be out I'm here. safer in the strip club. So I went in and I was like, I had not a great time. Yeah. You know? And I don't think me and my friend and the other guy, that had come with us had a good time. I think the guy who wanted to go to the strip club the whole time, that guy had a good time because he wanted to go because he's strip club guy. Some people are just strip club people, man. And that's that's fine. But it was like, it felt more like it was for him than it was for my friend whose wedding (laughs) was happening. And so did the the wife go? 
No, she was just like she they had they had like given us money in an envelope as like, oh, here's your like lap dance oh, money geez. or whatever. And I was like, I was, I was so mad. And I was like, I'm trying not to be mad, but you tricked me. Like, yeah. you know, it's not, that's not a very cool thing to do. And so I had a bad time, but I was always going to have a bad time, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm sure there's like good strip clubs out there. I like seeing beautiful women without any clothes on. It's fun. You know what I mean? I don't like doing it with my buddies sitting next to me. You know, that's or, weird. Uh, strangers. I don't and strangers. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just a, not a vibe for me. If that's your vibe, I don't want to uh, rain on your parade, but it's not for me. And so I've now I've been the one time I could say I did it. You know, like I, I there was a time where I liked going to bars a lot. Yeah, I remember that. But a bar, but a bar is different. You know, it's not <laughs> expressly for that. Like I, when I was in Vegas the one time as an adult, I like went to the Coyote Ugly and all the cause I'm like why I'm. I'm only probably going to come here one time, so why why not do it if I'm already here? Yeah, they can be fun sometimes. I'm not the biggest bar guy in the world, but I've had fun at bars before, you know? I'm a fun yeah. guy. <laughs> I don't like to just sit in my apartment with my cat and do uh, and do a, a podcast with my friend. Where is that little fucker? I enjoy, I enjoy cleaning my apartment. You know, I'm not Danny Tanner, but, you know. Yeah. I've I've had I've had fun times, guys. I have. I, yeah. I'm paying for them. <laughs> That's now it's happening. Oh, guess what, dude? Big time event. Get a new washer dryer tomorrow. This podcast is over. We we're, we're in washer yeah. dryer talk. This this podcast is over. Uh, it's stacked, dude. Stacked washer dryer. Oh, so's mine. Hell yeah, dude. We're the stacked boys. That's that's the name of a, that's the name of an establishment that we were just talking about. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Now, like now, things are over because it's just I'm excited about the washer dryer and the lawnmower I bought. You know, mm-hmm. but I've reached that I've reached that point of no. Yeah, return. that's the problem. We talk about how we don't want to go st- strip clubs. We don't like bars, but we're jazzed about your washer and dryer. I am proud of you for that. Yeah. Good for you. You you don't have to keep calling crazy crazy Russian plumber guy um and bugging him. Yeah. Because you did bug him. Um <laughs> I'm sure my very presence yeah. bothered him. Yeah. He's like I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this not manly soy yeah. boy. Doesn't <laughs> can, know how to fix shit. Yeah, he could smell the entitlement, you know. <laughs> he yeah. probably doesn't even want to go to a strip club. He knows he knows I'm soft, you know, which is fine. <laughs> uh, I'll be, I I am. I'll readily admit at this point in my life. He smells um, like estrogen. Yeah. He's probably Ukrainian. That's probably what Yeah. He sickens me. Anyway, $800 to fix dryer belt. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want dryer belt? You bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Slaps you in the face softly. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, stupid. Yes, of course you do. You stupid. To, you want you wanted to wash your graphic tees that you <laughs> hope someone will compliment you on. Oh yes. no, my Ray Mysterio shirt got stained on it. You stupid bitch. <laughs> How many Led Zeppelin shirts do you need to prove that you have good taste? Oh, oh sorry. this one has Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I choked on my own bullshit right there. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You get it. That guy you get hates it, guys. Me. Russian yeah, yeah, guy yeah. hates him. Thinks he's a soy boy. 
that's oh man your cargo your cargo shorts <laughs> uh, your all six of your cargo shorts <laughs> are dirty with you bitch. with uh with easy tech pocket access <laughs> so you don't lose your cellular telephone and small holes at the corner of each pocket because they're so old and you put so much shit in them bitch. <laughs> yeah. You probably you, got the, the hardware for your drum set in there right now, don't you? With an uncrustable, you bitch. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know me, you know? That's what. That's all I'm saying. I wish you would have. I wish like, you would as you're walking away. I should have said this. I should have said this as you yeah, walk yeah. away. I, because I know, I know that there wasn't a lot of girls' numbers in your pockets, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretending to... I'm trying to walk away and he's still roasting me. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the pep talk to myself while he's behind me, unafraid, just roasting me. What are you doing? Thing. Trying to calculate how much plasma and semen you have to sell people <laughs> afford this fan you bitch yeah <laughs> you 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 want to go to gym but you want gym to have pool because <laughs> you want low impact low I, impact exercises I bet you, for your I bet you run on elliptical while watching fucking arabian nights or some bullshit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you stupid bitch uh, uh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, he's got my he's got my number. He's what am I supposed to, What am I supposed to do? About well, you, the good thing is you never have to see him again. So, uh, uh, what, what are we gonna do next week? Do we have any ideas? You you said Fast Five. I want to do a fast movie soon. I feel like we did too many movies in a row. So we got. I, th- I feel like we need to delay that a little bit. That's okay. Um, well, the the one area that we haven't dived into that we talked about before is like is stand up. So we could do the stand up draft. That was your. Stand up uh, draft would be pretty sick. Uh, let's 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 really think about format. Let's think about like uh, how we can spice it up. But yes, I I, I would like to do that. Uh, it's going to be interesting because you and I, we do, our Venn diagram does have a lot of crosses, but like like we do have certain people who like we're going to ride or die for that the other person doesn't. So like, are we going to be yeah. strategic? Am I going to wait for certain guys? Or am I going to just draft my bangers first? You know what I mean? Um, And then, uh, but yeah, let's think about if we can add some stipulations or add some like rules or eras or like, or if we want to just keep it just a straight up draft. Um, But yes, I'm down to do that. Um, And I'd like to, I want to think if we can find a way to incorporate like clips, you know, like, because I've wanted to do a, I feel like we'd be, this would be almost like too much uh, copyright bullshit uh, if we did a greatest jokes draft at some point. Oh yeah, and but. we just played the joke. Uh, like I have no problem getting copyright struck. I don't think we're big enough for it to really matter, to be honest. And it's like there's dudes on Twitter that are playing full Taylor Swift albums and just talking right. about them. So like. <laughs> Too small uh, to fail, you know. Yeah, That's and 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 I think it's free use because it's like uh, we're commentating on it and stuff like that. So like, I don't know. I'd love to do that one of these days too. So we, we can do them as separate things. So we can do stand ups this time, and then the next time we'll do like greatest jokes, and um, and we'll find a way to play the jokes um, yeah. on the thing because like you know we got to do the and it, listen. You have to understand. I'm not beeping these. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm doing the Chris Rock jokes. I'm doing the fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not saying it. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm not saying the words. I'm not yeah. saying it. But, uh, yeah, so um, 
Yeah, I, I, that's, I'm down for that. Next next week the, we'll do the we'll do the. Those are his draft. comments about the discotheque. I have Not. to. Think, <laughs> I have to think about what my list would be, man. I so yeah. I'm gonna have to put together a real list of stand-ups. Uh, I still think I know who my number one is, but uh, I think I know who's gonna go number one. Uh, it's gonna be very interesting. So okay, we'll do that. Yeah, and I have a couple of ideas for like things that might make it more spruce it up a little bit or what? Yeah. Okay, that sounds um, fun. So I'll hit you up with those. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't want to stay concentrated in one area too long. We're still hang with us. We're still figuring out like what it is exactly that we're doing. If we're not a full wrestling podcast, but we're not a full movie podcast, but we're also not a full music. Like uh, maybe this is the lane maybe it's a a hodgepodge of all this stuff we're just you know having fun trying to figure it out thank you to everyone who listens uh thank you for people who have uh messaged me and told me that they've enjoyed the show uh i got a couple of comments about the jurassic park episode people saying they enjoyed that so that's nice We, um, people reached out on that one for me too um yeah so uh yeah, just know there's a there's a method the to the madness guy. There's yeah. a method to the madness with what we're doing. There's a, there's an ultimate goal, but um, we're dialing in, yeah, dialing dialing. in. So uh, again, thank you to everybody who listens um, and we will be back next week uh, because kayfabe may be dead, but we're alive. The star marks podcast drafting comedians. <laughs>